Conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 720 AM. on the talk of Las Vegas, Wednesday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you. 702-257-5396 is how you'll weigh in on the conversation. You know, another day of character assassination is happening against POTUS. There's no question that every single day there's some new accusation levied against the president. We're going to spend the better part of this, well, these next two segments discussing this because I did tell you that with only 54 days away from the election, that's where we're at today, 54 days, you're going to have, it's basically they're going to do whatever they can to take Donald Trump down. Now, look, you may have not voted for him. You may not like Donald Trump. It doesn't matter. Really, In the history of elections, I mean, let's be intellectually honest here. In the history of elections, have you seen anything so nasty in terms of character assassination as we've seen against this president? Here's the new one. Here's the new one. We're back to COVID-19. This time it's COVID-19. Yesterday, it was the Atlantic story that, you know, Trump disparaged war heroes and those that died. Now today, because that didn't play out. Even John Bolton came out and had to defend the president. And John Bolton is no lover of the president of the United States. But he had to come out and, well, guess what? Defend the president. Because he said that Atlantic story was bogus. Even Mike Pompeo said the story's bogus. And I think anybody that sees the president, anybody that sees the president around the military, around vets, knows the truth and knows that this isn't accurate. So today it's another day. Today it's Bob Woodward. And Bob Woodward has been a liar since Watergate. Bob Woodward, the so-called investigative journalist, has authored books. And his books have been pretty much the foundation of lies to go after those that he doesn't like personally. I mean, that's just been the, the, the foundation of Bob Woodward. Again, going all the way back to Watergate. This time he's authored a book called Rage and he did you know interview the president on a couple things in early June and he has those things on record and we're going to talk about that in a moment but I want to go back to the COVID-19 accusation the COVID-19 accusation because Bob Woodward is trying to make you believe that the president played down the threat of coronavirus and was really deceptive to the country. 
That's what Bob Woodward is wanting us to believe. Bob Woodward just wants to sell more books, okay? Bob Woodward is trying to get you to believe that the president deceived the country and made it seem like the coronavirus wasn't an issue, even though privately he stated it was a major serious issue. Now, the president, of course, on record, was being interviewed by Bob Woodward, knows audio was going on, basically said, look, Bob, I'll be honest with you. I've always wanted to play it down. I didn't want mass chaos. I didn't want to create panic. Isn't that something that we would expect from our commander-in-chief? No, we don't want to be lied to. But do we really want mass panic, hysteria, chaos? Because if I rewind back to March, let's be intellectually honest now, many of you didn't know how you were going to wipe your butts. Because toilet paper, you couldn't find it on any shelf. Let's be honest. The memes were out there. Everybody was talking about toilet paper. We couldn't find toilet paper. And everybody was getting creative on how they were going to wipe their derrieres. Let's be intellectually honest. There was mass hysteria. You couldn't find Lysol. You couldn't find hand sanitizer. Food was coming off the shelves. People were going with major, uh, you know, uh, gr- uh, uh, grocery baskets full of food, like they were going away in a bunker for a year. You recall, limit of one, limit of two. Grocery stores had to close early because they couldn't keep up with the demand because mass panic already set in. So the president, as commander-in-chief, I believe, was doing what a commander-in-chief is going to do. Not downplaying anything, but trying to keep a level of ease and calm so the country didn't flip out any worse than the country would flip out. Can you agree with that? I think you can. Even Dr. Fauci, even Dr. Fauci has come out and contradicted the so-called bombshell report that President Trump deceived Americans about the pandemic. Fauci said, and I quote, I don't think he ever distorted things, and the president didn't. This was so early on when the president was having these discussions. This was so early on, even Dr. Fauci was saying, oh yeah, you can go to dinner, you can go to a movie, don't wear a mask, it's a false sense of security. Even the scarf, Dr. Burks, was saying the same thing. And Trump was following the experts. Remember, he was being mandated to follow the experts. Dr. Fauci, in fact, was that expert for the Trump administration, as Dr. Burks was, as the Surgeon General was. So now that this book is out, now that we're 54 days away from the biggest, most pivotal election of our lifetime, don't you think it kind of makes some sense that Bob Woodward, who has been a liar since Watergate, is going to basically try to throw this president under the bus? But guess what? It's a fail because it's not going to work, even though the audio tapes are there. Now, that was fail number one. But now here comes fail number two. They're trying to make Donald Trump be a racist. You know, that's been going on for three and a half years. Trump's a racist. He's a cult leader. Anybody that votes for Donald Trump is, in fact, a white supremacist. I'm Hispanic. I don't know how I could be a white supremacist for voting for Trump, but that's what they're trying to tell us. Black conservatives, you're a white supremacist. I don't know how the hell that works, but that's what they're telling us. So Bob Woodward released some of the audio. He released some of the audio to try to make Donald Trump look bad when it comes to white privilege, et cetera, et cetera. I've got a clip. 
I want you to hear this clip. And then let's break it down, because they're trying to paint what Donald Trump's response was to Bob Woodward, who, by the way, knows he was being interviewed, that he, in fact, is a, well, racist. If we can run that clip, John. Hey, but let, let me ask you this. I mean, we share uh, one thing in common. Uh, we're white, uh, privileged who uh, my father was a lawyer and a judge in Illinois, and we know uh, what your dad did. And uh, uh, do you have any sense that that privilege has isolated and put you in a cave to a certain extent? Has it put me and I think lots of white privileged people in a cave and that we have to work our way out of it to understand uh, the anger and the pain particularly black people feel in this country. Do you no, you, you really drank the Kool-Aid, didn't you? you? Listen to you. Wow. No, I don't feel that at all. He doesn't feel that at all. And that, friends, was the shot heard round the world. Now we've got the proof. Trump's a racist. He doesn't like black people. He doesn't understand people of color. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. And he went as far as telling Bob Woodward, you really drank the Kool-Aid. But what Bob Woodward's not telling you when you read the rest of the transcript is that Trump went on to tout the economic statistics for black Americans pre-pandemic, including the lowest black unemployment rate in the history of the country. Talked about criminal justice reform, which, by the way, he signed into law. Obama, the first black president, never even did that. And Joe Biden, who's running for president, was one of the authors of that very criminal justice reform that has put so many blacks behind bars for crimes where they should have never been behind bars for at least the length of time that many of them are behind bars. So let's be intellectually honest here, friends. Are you white? Do you really have this white privilege? I'm interested. I'm curious. I hope someone can educate me a little bit because I'm a Hispanic, but I look at my arms and my skin. Hell, I'm whiter than most people. Do I have white privilege even though I'm a Hispanic? Some people are telling me I do. Some people are saying, Steve Sanchez, it doesn't matter that your last name is Sanchez. It doesn't matter that you're a Hispanic. You're white in skin color, so therefore you have white privilege, Steve Sanchez. And I said, I do? I don't remember that when I paid my way through college. I don't remember that when I basically invested every bit of savings into my business 28 years ago. I don't remember that when I borrowed against my house to build my company in the financial business many moons ago. I don't remember that cutting my chops and talk radio. My white privilege shirt didn't give me 500 stations around the country in syndication. So I really have white privilege. Friends, do you really think this white privilege is out of, out, it's just, it's got to stop. I mean, do you really agree? I mean, are you white? Did you have this privilege just because you're white? Are, are dollar bills flying down from heaven? Are you literally getting a free pass on things that someone else of color wouldn't get? I think it's what I've always said, the spirit of stupid. And I think systemic racism is the biggest hoax perpetrated on the American public in 2020. That's what I really believe. But now I want to know what you believe. 
and I'm opening up the phone lines. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. 702-257-5396. My question is this. Do you and can you really say that your white privilege has given you more than someone of color could ever expect to get. Hell, I wonder if LeBron James' children have black privilege. I mean, is that okay to say that? Because if we're going to say white privilege, we can't say black privilege? I mean, do you see the stupidity in it? Can't we just say that we all work hard in this country, black, white, brown, every color in the crayon box? Can't we just say that? And that we are rewarded based on our efforts it doesn't matter what color of the skin and our privilege comes from our efforts from the sweat of our brow wouldn't you think that's a lot more fair to say 702-257-5396 this is steve sanchez quick break and then when we come back we're going to go right to the calls don't go away program it's good to be hanging out with you on this wednesday edition of the show busy night tonight lots to talk about 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program calls on hold stay put we're going to be jumping right back to you in just a moment but i want to continue this this what is a dilemma it's a national crisis in my opinion on the character assassination that continues to be levied against the president. I understand it's political season. I understand one side's going to say this, and I get it. But to continue to just build lie upon lie upon lie, and the so-called fact checkers out there don't correct the lie, then we've got a very biased media, and that's what we've been seeing, and that's what Donald Trump exposed. That's why so many people, I think, just gravitated to this man that came down the escalator in 2015 and said, look, I've toyed with it for a long time, but I'm running, and guess what? Let me just take you back to 2015 and then 16. He literally knocked down every single Republican candidate that was running for the nomination, statesmen, people that have been in office for years, and here's an outsider, blue-collar billionaire, doesn't speak eloquently like an Ivy leaguer but he spoke plainly and america said this is what we want we want an outsider we're sick and tired of being sick and tired and the president has tried for the most part and has done a good job of keeping his campaign promises what's really bothering the left now even more than ever and is having them flip out is Donald Trump has earned the Nobel Peace Prize nomination for the Israel-UAE deal. Now, some are saying this is an outrage. This president is not about peace. This president's about war, he is. Please name a war that we've been in since the president has been in office. In fact, it's the opposite. 
That's why John Bolton was angry. This is why Dogface Mattis was angry, because Donald Trump said, no more are we sending our troops over around the world to be a police and literally have them at harm's way for no good reason. And Donald Trump has been talking about that for 30 years, and he's delivered on those promises. So the left is flipping out. They said, oh, this president doesn't deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. He probably won't win it because it's all full of lefty loonies that actually vote on this thing. I'd be real surprised if he won, but he did get nominated, and rightly so. Because think about what he's done. Think about how he maneuvered strategically somewhat of a peace deal with North Korea. In the history of dealing with North Korea, no other sitting president was able to do as much in a short amount of time than Donald Trump with Kim Jong-un. Let's be intellectually honest here. And then when we talk about the Israel-UAE deal, no other president's been able to do that. His administration, him personally, successfully was able to accomplish that. He did more to earn the Nobel Peace Prize, friends, than Obama did. What did Obama do? What did Obama do to earn the Nobel Peace Prize aside from being the first black president elected to the United States of America? I'm sorry. What did he do? And you're going to try to tell me that this president didn't earn the Nobel Peace Prize? Put the politics aside, for God's sakes, and see the truth. But many people, again, that are suffering from Trump derangement syndrome refuse to see that truth. So here's my question. Do you agree? Do you agree with the nomination process? Do you think this president not only should have earned, which he did, the nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize, don't you think that this president, based on what he's done for peace, deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Back to our calls we go. Joe J., you're next. Welcome to the program. Yes, Steve. Great show. Thank you. Anyway, I'd like, I agree with you about the president. Uh, he done something, and Obama got it before he even got into office. Obviously. Exactly. So it's totally ridiculous. But anyway, I'd like to uh, weigh in on uh, white privilege. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to sell my white privilege because I never received a welfare check. I never got food stamps. I paid for my own college. I never got anything for housing. I never got the, he's in the government cheese. You remember that? Remember the I remember the cheese? big the big yeah. blocks of government cheese. In fact, yeah. it's funny so that you say food. that. It's funny that you say that because Wahlburger's restaurant up there by the uh, by Bally's, they serve yeah. a hamburger. It's one of my favorites with government cheese See? because even Wahlburg yeah, gets it. I know. It's so crazy. I didn't even get that. I never got an Obama phone. And no, I, I didn't either. Obama phones because my uh, landscaper got two of them. But anyway, if I can't sell a white privilege. I'd just like to trade it for a race card. Yeah. No, Joe J., great call. I, I agree with you. And I think most people that are Caucasian, that are white, are like, I'm offended. Shouldn't you be offended? I mean, seriously. To basically be poking at you for being white the way God created you is ridiculous. And I see Black Lives Matter going into restaurants, they're going into shopping malls, and, and they're with bullhorns, and they're saying, renounce your white privilege! Renounce it! 
I'm thinking, what? Say you're sorry for being white. And you've got some real lunatics doing it. Oh, I'm sorry for being white, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was born white. I'm sorry. You want me to tie your shoe? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Isn't this insane? Of course it's insane. But I told you it was going to get insane. See, I told you, if you recall, that, and this was on my nationally syndicated shows before I was here daily, when Donald Trump was running, I said the easiest thing is to beat Crooked Hillary. That's the easy part, is to elect Donald Trump. The hard part is going to keep him safe in office from the continued attacks and to get him reelected. Because the Trump I know and I have followed for years in business is a Trump that is not a dummy. Why do you think rappers would actually talk about Donald Trump in hip-hop songs? He was the American dream, according to Snoop Dogg. All of a sudden now, Snoop Dogg is smoking blunt that are basically affecting those brain cells because now Donald Trump is horrible, even though he's saying about Donald Trump being awesome. And even Obama, back in the day when he was a college professor, said that Donald Trump is the American dream. Donald Trump, the American, that came from Barack Obama. No, friends, what we have is a continued character assassination because the left now knows. They know that they're going to lose big in November. They're going to lose big. I'm confident. All right, back to our busy calls. Let's jump over to Tim. You're next. Welcome to the program. Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you fine. All right, first I want to say God bless you for everything that you do and thank God for you. But um, I am very concerned, and I'm, I have something I want to run by you. You know about the 20,000 IDs that they found in Chicago by yes. accident. Yep. And if you mail-in register using one of those fake IDs, and fill out the registration with the signature, and you just have a fake name, then the registration signature is going to match the ballot signature, and I have no idea how they're going to find that uh, uh, as a fraudulent vote. Yeah, we got big problems, Tim. I mean, That's I've been saying problem. this forever. we got really big problems. We accidentally and found 20,000. How it, many it, actually went through? Exactly my whole point. How many went through in other cities in the country? How many went through in Vegas, in Nevada? Right. I mean, think about and that here, one. Here in Vegas, I'm in Vegas, you don't even have to have the mail-in registration. I just reviewed it the other night. You don't even have to have an ID. You can use the last four of a social. Incredible. It's so, so ridiculous. It's so Incredible. ridiculous. And, um, you know, we all know what happened in uh, California with the seven seats that switched two weeks after the election was final. Correct. Uh, I think that was their practice run. And, and and you sit back and we look and we see these Democrats shoving somebody that, like Joe Biden down our throat and endorsing riots and doing all this stuff. that They know that that can't um, excite their, their, their uh, base for votes. Right. Like they don't care about votes because they already have the ballots cast all boxed up, ready to mail, and there's going to be no way to prove fraud once those ballots are counted and the well, only way to stop it is an executive order well you're right an executive order is the only way 
uh, to stop it, Tim. You're, you're absolutely correct. But the president does play by the rules. You could say what you want about this president. He plays by the rules and allows us to be a democracy, a constitutional republic. That's, that's how it's been playing out. But the left wants you to believe something different. Oh, the left wants you to believe something completely different. But the truth is the truth. And you're right. And I'm concerned about that. I think most Americans are concerned about what's going to happen with the election. Are we in fact going to find out if we have a new president on November 3rd, or is this going to play out weeks and weeks and weeks so that, uh, well, the election can be rigged? I hope not. Let me tell you this. There's a lot of polls out there, though. And and polls are asking, you know, is it Joe Biden? Is it Trump? I know I never get called. Have you ever got called by a poster? A pollster? I know I have it. Well, Newsmax TV is asking Americans, just like you, right in Las Vegas, to take part in the Newsmax presidential poll. It's pretty easy. You can vote instantly for Trump or Biden. Just text the word South to 39747 and vote. I've taken the Newsmax poll. It's easy. Again, text South to 39747. This is a way that we're going to find out as conservatives what is really going on. So make sure you text South to 39747 and take the Newsmax TV Trump versus Biden poll. And while you're at it, download the Newsmax TV app for free and start watching Newsmax like I do on demand. Or you can be old school. You can watch on Cox. You can watch on Charter. Dish, Direct, Sudden Link, and many, many other cable guides. I mean, just go on your cable guide. It's pretty easy to do that. Or if you want to watch for free on Roku, YouTube, TV, uh, Chromecast, Apple TV, the list goes on and on. You can do that as well. Remember, one more time, take the Trump versus Biden poll. Text South to 39747, and then we'll see really what's happening for this election in November. Calls on hold. I know you're there. Stay put. We've got top of the hour news next, and then you're going to definitely want to hang out for hour number two. Don't go away. taking advice from a fool not when you're hanging out here every single night but i'll tell you this i kind of feel like a fool or maybe i just need glasses because well we still have one segment to go before top of the hour and my team reminded me of that and now i won't hear the end of it for the rest of the night you know everybody's entitled to make a mistake at least once in their life right i mean 51 years old to make one mistake in 51 years i think that's a pretty good track record wouldn't you agree of course now i have time to go to more calls that are on hold so let's go ahead and do that let's jump to brady you're next welcome to the program yeah right on steve can you hear me i can hear you just fine hey um i got a question um, all these people that um are, are, are always against what they say white privilege um do they even back the white man or do they back black people because i don't think they like anything to do with the white heritage of their ancestry you know what it is brady is i i think that those that are not black or hispanic or asian or whatever 
and are white have been duped. There's been this manipulation, this this brainwashing, and it's a trend that if I don't basically condemn my ethnicity, my culture, you know, my ancestry, then I'm bad. And that's what society's teaching. So I don't think it's so much that they're against whites. They just feel guilty, white guilt for being white. And to me, that's the stupidest thing. I tell the same thing to a black. You can't be uh, upset for being black or guilt. You can't be uh, feel guilt for being brown or Hispanic or Asian. That's ridiculous. Exactly. I mean, and you can be proud of your white culture. I don't have a problem saying I'm proud. I have white pride. Good. I hope everybody heard that. I'm proud to be white. I'm not racist. There should be no reason for you to say that. You should, there should be no reason, Brady, that you can't say you're proud to be white. Just as there should be no reason someone can't say they should be proud to be black or brown or purple with polka dots. I love every color in the crayon box. And you know what? There are idiots that are white. There are idiots that are black. There are idiots that are brown. There are idiots of every single color in the crayon box. So I think we've gotten so sensitive and we've been duped and we've been brainwashed to believe one narrative so that there's a continued divide amongst people in this country that we've fallen for it, hook, line, and sinker, and I don't fall for it, and I don't like it. And I appreciate the call, Brady. Let's go ahead and take another call before we bounce off to break. Let's go all the way up to line two. Bob, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Steve. How you doing, sir? All right, Bob, you with me? All right, it looks like Bob got disconnected. That's okay. Let's do this because we're getting close to top of the hour. This time I said it right, Producer Nate, correct? It is top of the hour. Okay, good. I have my readers on. I have my reading glasses on. So let's do this. Calls on hold, stay put. I want everybody to have an opportunity. 702-257-5396 if you would like to get in on the conversation. In the interim, as we're going off to break, go visit the SteveSanchezShow.com website. You can find out what I'm doing the other 22 hours of the day that I'm not here behind the microphone. We've got our podcast, our archives, our media appearances, news stories, community forums, and, of course, our socials, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where you can start following me. We have a digital platform. We're always posting videos and live streams, and that's very, very cool to be part of. I want you. It's for free. We're not charging you. We're not charging you a subscription. So make sure that you go do that right now, the Steve Sanchez Show. Dot com website. Also, pay attention to those advertisers and those sponsors. They do keep us on the air. Top of the hour news is next, and we're going to be back for hour number two. Call, stay put. We're going to catch you on the other side. <laughs> 